Hey, everybody. Welcome back to This Is Not About Your Body. I'm your host, Jesse Neeland. And today I want to talk about the fact that body neutrality is a little bit of a misnomer insofar as it, it doesn't mean that you feel or think neutrally about your body, or not exactly anyway. Certainly doesn't mean that you never think or feel anything about your body exactly. And, uh, and it doesn't mean that you have a neutral relationship with your body exactly. So I kind of want to unpack this a little bit because people ask me a lot like, well, why would I want to have a neutral relationship with my body when I could have a positive one? Or why would I want to feel neutrally about my body when I could feel, you know, like joyful and uh, grateful and appreciative and all these things that are sort of positive? The answer to this is uh, in part just that generally speaking, trying to feel positively about something is a recipe for feeling negatively about it. You know, it's totally counterproductive. If you just sit there for a minute and think like, whatever mood you're in, try to ignore that and be happy instead. You know, if you if you're looking at a sunset and you tell yourself uh, to try to enjoy it more, you're about to enjoy it less. So, you know, there's this counterproductive uh, approach to trying to feel positively is one of the reasons that I, you know, I love body neutrality because it pushes back against the body um, positivity approach, which basically in some ways kind of does ask you to just feel more positively. Ultimately, that makes a lot of people feel worse. So it just doesn't really work. I mean, that's kind of my big complaint there. If it worked, fine, whatever. I have nothing against having a positive relationship with your body, but it doesn't. Um, but what does work to have a more positive relationship with your body is to accept exactly where you are and how you feel about it today, which is to say that like being uh, being receptive to the moment, being welcoming of whatever your truth is in a moment is likely to make you feel happier. Whereas rejecting that moment and uh, judging it as wrong or bad is likely to make you feel less happy. So while the goal of body neutrality isn't necessarily to make you feel happier or more positive about your body, that is, in a lot of cases, the end result. At the very least, it's happier and more positively compared to immense suffering, right? So it's an improvement in your relationship to your body, even if you don't necessarily feel a bunch of good, pleasant, or positive things. You do generally just feel less bad, which is still better, right? It's still an improvement. Um, but for, I would say, like, probably, I don't know, over half of my clients, I would say, end up describing a relationship with their bodies that has space for positivity where it didn't before. It has moments, you know, of appreciation and gratitude and joy that it didn't have before. It has, uh, granted that these moments are fleeting, but that's kind of the point. When you actually commit to neutrality, you end up with a lot more of an ability to access joy and gratitude and appreciation and other positive feelings. So it would be silly for me to like, call body neutrality a strategy for feeling positive because then that puts the goal on positivity and now we're right back where <laughs> body positivity was where it's going to be counterproductive but but I do want to clarify that the end goal uh, or not even the end goal the end result for a lot of people is going to be more positivity and more feelings of goodness in their body and about their body because that is just the natural result of fully fully accepting where you are the truth of the moment and another way that we see this would be in like, you know, mindfulness and meditation 
if you try to just feel calm or calm down or, you know, stop stressing out, like we know that that doesn't work. We actually know that that makes you feel more agitated most of the time. It makes you feel uh, less calm. But what does work is accepting and really sort of welcoming the experience of being anxious. It is uh, maybe counterintuitive, but it's incredibly effective to just say to yourself, I'm anxious right now and that's okay. That's not a problem. Or I am really wound up and just to like hold that without judgment or without attaching a story about it. Because what we tend to do is we like say, oh my God, I'm anxious right now. Oh shit, I'm about to go into this meeting and what if my anxiety makes me say something stupid and oh my God, now, you know, it, it sort of spirals us into these stories and interpretations. We add meaning and significance where it's not necessarily appropriate and we make our suffering worse. We make our anxiety worse. We make our body image worse. We just make stuff worse. But if we were to just be in that moment and say, wow, I'm really anxious right now and not spiral into the future about what might happen or what it means about you. Oh, I'm so stupid that I have these anxiety attacks or whatever it is. To not do that means you're just present with it for a moment. And not only are you present with it, like you're noticing it and you're sort of being with it, but you're also welcoming it. You're allowing it to be normal and healthy and safe and okay, acceptable, you know, as opposed to rejecting it. Rejecting it is like, I got to get over this quick so I can move on with my day or I got to change this or people are going to find out that I'm a failure. Um, you know, any of the things that we generally do tend to increase agitation and unpleasantness. Whereas just being with it, holding it for a moment and saying like, I see you anxiety and it's okay that you're here. That is going to be for, uh, you know, most people, if they're able to do it, it's going to be like an instant relief from a lot of that anxiety. They may still feel anxious about the thing they were anxious about, but there will be none of that sort of floating around anxiety or spiraling anxiety. It will just be like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm anxious and that's okay. It will, it will be a, um, it will, <laughs> I can't remember the word I'm looking for here, um, but it'll like level you down, you know, it like turns down the volume on the whole experience. And that is ultimately what body neutrality is trying to do as well. Because if you have a moment, you look in the mirror, you think, ugh, gross. And then your next moment is like, oh my God, I just hate my body. I, uh, I wish I could change it because it means that I'm a total failure and my mom is going to see and she's always so critical and I wish I had like not eaten that thing and next week I'm totally going on a diet and blah, blah, blah. Like if you allow yourself to just spin and spin and spin your body image and your experience of just being a person right then is going to get worse and worse and worse and more and more and more agitated. Whereas if you just look in the mirror, you think, "Ugh," and then you go, hmm, I'm noticing that I'm having a bad body image moment right now and that's okay. Or just noticing that you're having that moment and saying, that's not a problem. That's normal and healthy and fine. And I accept it. Or just putting, you know, I mean, this is sort of cheesy. If you're not into this kind of thing, you can feel free to ignore this part, but Something that I like is to put my hand over my heart and just uh, basically tell whatever emotion it is that I might be tempted to reject that it's welcome, that I see it and it's welcome. So I might say like, you know, uh, hello, jealousy. I see you and you're welcome here. And you can do that with body image too. Like, hello, body insecurity, body anxiety, body preoccupation, uh, body dysmorphia, any of these things, body hatred. You can just say, I see you and it's okay that you're here. Welcome. You're welcome here. I'm not going to try and chase you away. I'm just going to notice you and, and just be with you for a minute. So from that place, 
there is a de-escalation. That's the word I was looking for before. There is a de-escalation that happens so that you're automatically moving towards more groundedness, you know, more calm, more just better. You're just going to feel less unpleasant, less, less bad. And from that place, it's like a million times easier to access uh, thoughts or feelings of positivity and pleasantness and goodness. Because for the rest of that day, if you spiraled yourself out by telling yourself all these stories and everything, you might impact the entire rest of your day and make it kind of bad. Whereas if you just were with your, your feeling for a minute and then you moved on, then you might be able to immediately notice something good. You know, maybe you'll find yourself walking up the stairs and notice, oh yeah, I've been uh, going on more hikes lately and I feel like I'm getting stronger. That's so cool. My body's so cool. So even if it's a fleeting moment, you just have more space to have a thought like that compared with if you're just obsessing over, I freaking hate this body. Oh my God, it sucks so bad. You're not going to like have the space to have a positive thought just out of nowhere, you know, or if you're... um eating something delicious after you've had that negative body image spiral, you're a lot more likely to spend the entire meal being like, you're gross. You shouldn't be eating this. Why are you like this? Like, ugh. you know, if you had any willpower, you would stop right now. Whereas if you actually just were with the feeling, you didn't judge it, you accepted it and welcomed it for a minute. Um, and then you moved on, you're a lot more likely to enjoy that meal and to feel like, mm, this was such a nourishing and satisfying experience of having a body. Like, that made me happy. My taste buds and mouth are happy. My belly is full. It might give you a moment to feel satisfied and, and sort of comfortable and happy in your body. But again, we have to have that space. We have to have that de-escalation. So body neutrality in the long run and in the short run, I would say, is the constant de-escalation so that you end up with more opportunities for positive thoughts and feelings in the long run. And in the short run, you can just make it better, right? It's like a way of just instantly making it better. I don't know that most people are going to go from, you know, ugh, I hate my body to that's okay. Now I love my body. Like that's probably not going to happen. But just from I hate my body to eh, whatever, you know, like that in, in a single moment is very possible when you can de-escalate by stripping away all that meaning and the sort of interpretations and the stories and the, the future casting and all the things that we tend to do when we feel something uncomfortable or that makes us unhappy. So with that, um, in the long term, we're really looking at just a, a overall gradual decrease in negativity and suffering. And there is very likely going to be more and more of those moments where you just feel like good. And you might not even connect it to body image, actually, because a lot of times it's not like oh, I really enjoy how I look today. You know, maybe it's that. But a lot of times it's more like you just enjoy something pleasant in your body. You know, like the experience of eating. You might just be more present for the experience of eating something tasty or, you know, having sex. You might just experience more pleasure because you're not in your head about how gross you look. You're just sort of present with the sex and the pleasure. And so therefore it feels better. Um, you know, if you are present with really any, any experience. Taking a deep breath can feel really good, you know, like stretching in the morning can feel really good. There's so many opportunities to feel a good feeling about and in your body that completely miss us when we are so focused on the stories and the spiral of body image stuff. When we're like <laughs> thinking of ourselves from the outside in, you know, like this is how I look and that is my experience of this body. It's a negative experience of looking at myself or knowing that other people are looking at me. 
it kind of like just overrides the ability to experience yourself from the inside out where you're like, man, my ribs just stretched when I did that deep breath and it felt awesome. I actually remember um, I was probably like super obnoxious at the time, but I had basically just discovered um, I had, I had uh, taken MDMA and discovered like how to feel good, uh, which is a whole other story. But I basically I had been so riddled with trauma and dissociation and fear and anxiety, all these things that I had not been able to actually really just feel good or safe in my body ever. And I never even realized that because, you know, it's like if you're colorblind, you don't know what colors look like for other people. Right. I didn't know that other people could walk through the world just feeling like good or safe. So MDMA basically taught me how to find that sensation. And it it also taught me, whoa, there is some trauma here that needs healing. Um, But I remember just telling my friends, like, I couldn't believe how good it felt to take in inhale. And this lasted beyond the MDMA experience. It's not like just while I was taking this drug, I felt good because that's most people's experience. Um, But it was actually afterwards, for months and months afterwards, I just, I felt like this ability to tune into tiny moments of pleasure or comfort or satisfaction in my body that had never existed before. And the reason was because I was for the first time ever learning to just be present with the sensations that were showing up in my body instead of being present with my trauma and the spiral and the fear and the anxiety and all of the things that I was like constantly, had constantly been battling without even realizing that that wasn't normal, you know, or, you know, maybe it's common, but it wasn't, It wasn't what I, I didn't know that it could be any other way, basically. So I started training that, you know, I was like really literally training myself to find these small moments of pleasure and joy because I recognized like, wow, that is so cool. And it it overlapped perfectly with mindfulness. You know, I was doing meditation stuff. I was like um, doing body scans and embodiment work so that I could tune in better with the sensations in my body while I was also asking my mind basically to be more present on a daily basis and all of that led to just more and more feelings of like bits of goodness you know little glimmers of goodness and um, even though I would say for a long time after I still had lots and lots of moments that were sort of bad or scary or you know whatever um, I didn't it, it didn't feel it didn't feel like the only way to be I didn't feel stuck in it you know And yeah, so this is basically like all I'm saying is learning to be present with the sensations, learning to be neutral about the information you have from your body, to view the information your body gives you, such as, you know, various sensations or, you know, whatever, cravings, um, all of it, as well as your actual choices and behaviors, learning to see them all as morally neutral, to not assign meaning, to not go into the spiral of what this is going to mean for your future, what this, um, you know, how this connects to your past, like just stepping away from all that and neutralizing it by being present in the moment invites so many more opportunities for those glimmers of joy and goodness. And when it comes to body image, that is what we need because most people who have body image issues have just very, very imbalanced amounts of positive and negative experiences in their body, right? Like they're so used to thinking of the experience of being in their body as negative because of body image that they, you know, it's kind of hard to climb out of that. It's like, how do you even appreciate a body that almost never feels good? So this starts to sort of set that balance back 
so that there are more moments of goodness and and pleasure and joy, less moments of, you know, scary, bad, uh, stressed, anxious, whatever. And then on the other side, you just kind of end up feeling better about your body. You won't probably ever say to yourself, oh, this makes me care less about my cellulite or whatever. But in general, you will feel more positively towards and about the experience of having a body, which will make how you look just a less significant piece of that story. So all of this is to say, um, if you are you know, kind of confused about why to pursue body neutrality when you actually want to feel like positively about your body or, you know, you, you kind of feel like it's giving up or something to uh, to pursue neutrality and then maybe what never feel happy about your body, never be satisfied with it, never feel, uh, you know, moments of feeling beautiful or any of those things. Like, I understand why you want those things, but trying to get to them is going to make it harder to get to them and trying to get to body neutrality is going to make it easier for them to show up if they can and they want to (laughs) because some of this is just not in our control you know I can't make you feel beautiful but I can certainly help you get to a place where um, the opportunity for a feeling like that can arise where it's available if it wants to arise you have like a container to catch it in you know because you're not totally blocking that that whole channel by telling yourself a whole story about how you suck because you're a failure because you didn't go to the gym because you're too fat like whatever that is the goal of neutrality is to open more space more opportunity more channels so that you can um, be available for those positive glimmers of joy and happiness and um, pleasure and positivity when it comes to your body in any capacity. Um, Yeah, I guess that's everything I wanted to say about that today. I hope this is helpful. Um, Thank you so much for listening. I do want to share that I I have kind of an exciting announcement, actually, which is that I am now um, offering brand merchandise on my website. So if you're curious to see, I only have a couple things up right now, but I will be adding to it over the next couple of weeks before I actually like promote it properly. So this will be, if you, if you head over today, you'll just get a little sneak peek. Um, but you're welcome. You know, you can absolutely buy yourself a t-shirt, buy your best friend or your sister or your mom a t-shirt. Um, I, I am certainly open to requests. I have my partner is making all the designs. So um, he will be continuously sort of working on the ideas that we already had kind of lined up and then adding to them over the next couple of weeks. Um, Well, maybe next month. Uh, But if you want to go and get some branded merch, I am just thrilled to have some designs up that make me happy that say body neutral. Um... And really, yeah, just speak to this message that we can kind of start putting out into the world in our apparel. And I love the idea of it sparking a conversation. So if you're like wearing a shirt that says body neutral and someone's like, what the heck is that? You know, you you can engage somebody in a really interesting conversation. So, yeah, that is my big news. If you would like to either support me or rock some uh, apparel that just sort of brings people into a place of curiosity about this whole topic, you can do that by going to my website, uh, jessineelan.com, and going to the shop page. And, uh, yeah, those are live now. And other than that, I am just happy to have you here. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Jesse Neeland if you want to shoot me a DM with any questions, comments, concerns. I love to hear from you. Otherwise, I will just catch you next week.